You know, we kind of had him on the ropes for a little while, but you know, couldn't get some, some you know balls to drop or you know whatnot. But yeah, definitely confident going back to St. Louis. You know, we know we play well at home. Um, it's just a matter of going back and, and you know taking care of business. Obviously, we know they're going to come in ready to go. So you know, we got to match the intensity. Welcome into the on the road edition of the Cards Plus podcast. I'm here with Frank Cusimano in Atlanta. I'm Corey Miller. We just got back from Game Two of the NLDS, tied at one game apiece, heading back. For game three on Sunday with Adam Wainwright on the hill, I, I, you know, I kind of felt the Cards were lucky to get out with that first game win. We came here, the general consensus was you got to have a split. They have a split. They could have had a day. It was right there. Jack Flaherty was Jack Flaherty. Almost what we've seen. Yeah, he had a couple slip-ups, big home run to Duvall. Uh, but the Cardinals come out of this with a split. Frank, I mean, that's, that's what we were asking for. I, they're in pretty good shape. Yeah, it's probably not the way uh, we anticipated things unfolding. I mean, let's face it, when you're down 3-1 in the eighth inning like they were in game one, your chance of winning at that point, according to the Elias Sports Bureau, is around 10%. So they stole game one. There's no doubt about it. And in game two, you had so much optimism with, you know, jumping Jack Flaherty on the hill. But let's face it, um, there was a pretty good pitcher on the other side, too. Mike, Mike Fultonavich was just outstanding today, and Brian Snicker, Braves manager, was riding him for all he was worth, and when he finally came out, Snicker pulled the right move. Adam Duvall comes in, pinch hits, a two-run bomb, and, and Fultonavich's place. When they were taking him out, the fans were booing, which I thought was kind of funny, and then Duvall comes up, they hit the home run, because Snicker and his bullpen, it's been a contentious subject for, for fans. Well, and it should be, too, because... Uh, like with Freed yesterday in game one, uh, that guy was throwing 98 or 99 from the left side. The Cardinals wouldn't have hit him for the next five innings, and he took him out after an inning. I know he wants to start him in game four. I thought tonight when they brought him in that it would have been a good idea to let him go then. So, yeah. I mean, y- the bottom line is you've got to get a victory. Yeah. And I thought they let it get away. I'm talking about the opposition. Uh, in, in game one, so they weren't going to waste any time here in game two. Well, when they trotted Mark Melanson out there tonight, I was pretty happy. I was I was feeling, okay, the Cardinals have a shot because they showed that in game one, how they can come back. Let's talk game one briefly since this is our uh, first podcast back. The offense actually showed up, which was nice. Miles um, Michaelis looked like he was going to be in big trouble off the start, settled down, went five. He went five innings, right? Yeah. Went five strong. Uh, and then the Cardinals' uh, cardiac offense showing up right at the uh, the nick of time. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was that was a really fun game to watch. I think it's amazing what we've asked Matt Carpenter or what Mike Schilt is asking Matt Carpenter to do, to sit there for an hour and a half and then get off the bench and hit a 97-mile-an-hour slider. Yeah. And he did just that in game one. It's unbelievable that Matt Carpenter, maybe you're one of your highest-paid players and certainly one of your most decorated with three all-star appearances, he did not get off the bench tonight. MVP candidate last year. Yeah, 36 sat on the runs. bench. He said uh, pregame today, we were there early, it's kind of like his rookie year when he was in the playoffs, yeah. uh, which that's just how it's gone for him because you got to keep Tommy Edmond in there. I don't think that's going to be the case in game three. Now, here's the thing. is We were all second-guessing Mike Schilt after those rough couple of games against the Cubs in the final days of the regular season, and how could you not, you know, make a lineup change in the most important game. Well, he stuck with his lineup, and they exploded that Sunday. But I think this Sunday coming up, he's got to make a move in his lineup, and that's get Matt Carpenter in it. And the obvious and easiest way to do it 
is to move Tommy Edmond to right and Dexter Fowler to center. Um, I just don't think the defense in center field, the maybe the one play that Bader could provide, maybe he makes a play that Dexter Fowler can't make. But you're talking about three or four at-bats that Matt Carpenter gives you a better chance to get on base and score runs than Harrison Bader. I mean, and that's the way I'd go. Bader looked absolutely lost today at the plate. Three strikeouts. I mean, you got to do something else. Uh, why not? I mean, you've got the you got the guys on the bench to make it happen. Uh, I, I don't know how he how he doesn't make a move. And he kind of alluded a question was asked post game, and I, he gave more of a lean to the idea that he might make a change than he usually does. So I think we might be seeing uh, Carpenter in the starting lineup. One last thing from first game uh, I want to talk about Marcelo Zuna, his first ever postseason game. This meant a lot to him. I mean, this could be his his last games with the Cardinals. Uh, when he came here, he was excited because he wanted to get a chance to play in the postseason. You can see it on his face just how fired up he was. That was my favorite moment of game one, just seeing how excited he was to finally get to the playoffs after, after all these years and come through in the biggest moment they had. Yeah, after almost 1,000 at-bats with he and Colton Wong going back-to-back doubles, scoring two, that was, that was great to see. It, it probably will be. Uh, well, depending how long the Cardinals' playoff run is, but you know who knows? Monday could be his last appearance ever yeah. in a uh, in a Cardinal uniform. The other idea for Sunday could be Dexter Fowler. Um, 0 for four, one for eight now in the two games in this series, and he's let's see, I think he's six he did have some. He's had some good at bats though. He's taken counts deep. Uh, I, I think. But I mean, if you keep... wanted to do that, if you if you're that obsessed with Bader's defense in yeah. center, you could put Edmund in right. Some way or another, Matt Carpenter, whose numbers in September are outstanding, who homered in two of his last three uh, regular season games, who doubled in game one, and who's been your you know most consistent hitter over maybe a four or five year stretch, somewhere this guy's got to play. He's got to play Sunday. And he was an absolute quote machine today, so the more playing time he gets, uh, the more he'll talk, and which is better for us. Yeah. He keeps having quotes like that. Okay, looking forward to Sunday on the mound. Uh, you got Adam Wainwright at home. We know the home and road splits. We know Wayno shows up in the postseason. What what are you expecting from him? Well, something's got to give because Soroka for the Braves is unbelievable on the road, and Wainwright has been unbelievable at home. And I know there have been some starts in Adam Wainwright's decorated career where he struggled big time in big game atmospheres in the postseason. I, I can't picture him getting rocked, but with that said... I think that the Braves' top four hitters as a foursome, Acuna, Albies, Freddie Freeman, and Josh Donaldson, I think that's as scary as you can get. So, yeah. I, I don't look, if, if you tell me Adam Wainwright's going to give you five and allow two, I think I would take it. I don't want Adam Wainwright maybe a third time facing that, you know, that fearsome foursome. Well, here's something to think about. These first two games, Schilt said he was open to using Dakota Hudson who he even had warm up at least once, maybe twice, I'm not totally sure. But in game three, I don't think Hudson will be available because they're going to have to have him start game four. So you there's can't. not that sec- security yeah. blanket maybe of bringing in a guy like Hudson. So if Wainwright's in trouble early, I guess we'll see Ponce. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure how they'll go, but they need Wainwright to go. Well, the trust five. level with Mike Schilt and Daniel Ponce de Leon is a big question. Yeah. I think fans trust Daniel Ponce de Leon. A lot more than the manager. And I think Ponce, fans are not making the decision. I think Paz was probably surprised that he found himself on the NLDS Absolutely. roster. Yeah, but it was the right move with John Gant with his ERA in the 13s. 
in that last month. Oh, it was yeah. the right move. I mean, let's face it. The last time we saw Daniel Ponce de Leon, he was going three scoreless against the Arizona Diamondback <laughs> in the 19-inning yeah. epic affair. Okay, so I think from the beginning, you've always kind of thought we're going to be coming back here for game five. Uh, split here in the first two games, is that still how you see it playing out? Yes, it's so much so that I've texted the people at Channel 5 that arranges our flights, look into <laughs> a flight. In fact, I'm this confident that you book the flight for Atlanta and then you book from Atlanta to L.A. to begin game one of the NLCS. Jack Flaherty in a game five. I like the Cardinals' chances. I don't think Fulton Avich, if it's him again, can be quite as good as he was today. Yeah, but with that said, this is the Cardinal offense, and I think we yeah. gave the stat on TV, 27 games with one run or less. And that's far more, far more than any other postseason team. You know, you got the lowest OPS of the postseason teams. You have a questionable offense, so... Uh, you know, they've managed to overcome it with great defense, with good running and timely starting pitching, and sometimes really good relief. But sometimes that offense can scare you. Well, that'll do it for this episode here in Atlanta. We're going to wake up in about, oh, how long? About five hours to here. Go get on a plane, come back to St. Louis. Be ready for game three on Sunday. Thanks for listening. Be sure to download and subscribe. We'll have more episodes coming your way. 